Welcome to the Feminine Agenda Podcast. My name is Allison Walters. And I am Sarasada. And we are clinically certified mindset, relationship, and lifestyle expert, feminine energy influencers, and multiple six-figure entrepreneurs. If you're interested in mastering the flow of feminine energy, improving your mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical health, and unlocking divine bliss and joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. The purpose of this podcast is for women to integrate, heal, and align themselves so they can fully unleash the wild feminine inside and manifest immediate results in relationships, finance, health, and happiness. Let us provide you with the inspiration, motivation, actionable tools, and techniques to produce the results that you've been yearning for your whole life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We promise the message that follow will leave you feeling unleashed, excited, and joyful. I've gathered you all here today to talk about marriage. Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. Marriage. That blessed arrangement that dream within a dream (laughs) okay i guess we're talking about marriage today yes anyway (laughs) if you're wondering what that was about go watch princess bride so um yes we're talking about marriage and we have coming live to you on this podcast an actual person who is married named sarah yes yes so sarah you are married yes how does it feel it feels amazing yeah sometimes They live in your house. Exactly. It's our house. It's your house, but together. Together. Yeah. Yeah. So if someone asked me to describe what is marriage, I'll be like, you know what? Marriage is the day-to-day. It's literally how you do the day-to-day living, making sure that you guys are taking care of each other in a loving way and communicating effectively with each other without shaming or blaming. Mm. And also making sure that you keep each other empowered um, to fulfill their life goals. Because sometimes people get married and then they lose their identity Mm. of what it is that they really want to pursue in life and fall into that categoric role, Mm -hmm. right? 
But I think true partnership is really the day-to-day -day where two people come together and co-create life. And for me, marriage is something if two people they love each other enough because I will say in marriage the love is required, very required. People now, why do you say that? The reason I say that because in those hard times, those hard days, mm -hmm. right? And I'll share something that happened recently <laughs> with me buying a house, and we we need to redo the kitchen uh, as we're as we moved in. So I'll, I'll share that in a moment. So the reason I say that the love is required is because during those hard days when things are not going exactly as planned, it is your love for the person that holds you back and have you take a deep breath and look at things objectively. Holds you back from the edge, you mean? Hold, yes, literally holds you back from the edge. Okay. Because you love the person enough and you respect them enough. So respect is very important in a marriage. Yeah. Because people we respect, we're not going to demean. Mm. We're not going to break them out. We're not going to shame them. Yeah. So having that foundation of love is necessary. Yeah. Right? Now, um, relationship where the foundation wasn't love. And I'll admit, I've dated before and it wasn't out of love. It was out of necessity. It mm -hmm. was out of comfort. And usually those relationships, when it, the love is not there and you're going to low hurdles, it's easy to break and shame the person and point out all yeah. their flaws and then say things that later on you'll regret. Yes. And, right? and have that feeling of distance and dissonance rather than a commitment to resolve things. Yes. Yes, yeah, definitely. But when the love is there, the respect will be there. That's mm -hmm. why I tell people, when you go for love, when you go for relationship, make sure it's on the foundation of love. Yeah, not Nothing what they else. could give you, not what you could get out of it, Yeah, or how it would benefit you to be with them. It's, exactly. It's not only like, do you love them, but it's like, what do you bring to the relationship as well? Exactly, exactly. Making sure the values are aligned. Yep. Right? And because of that, when those moments are happening, you'll notice because you love your partner so much and you want to keep them in that light and honoring them and respecting them, then it'll become much more easier to take a step back and reconvene at a later time. Yeah. But it's not always easy. No. I, and I mean, I can imagine that like there are things that get resolved in the moment and then there are things where you have to literally take a step back physically and have time to yourselves to figure it out yeah now can you give us an example of the times when it's very difficult or challenging that it has challenged you and you have had to grit your teeth and been like i love this man i love him yeah, yeah. is there a time that you can remember like that yeah there are several times i can actually remember like that and you've been married for how long now Oh, two and a half years. It's gonna be two years. Two years. Yeah, it's gonna be two years. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Big deal. Yeah, big deal, In right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I would say about my marriage that... And, and by the way, sorry to come uh -huh. in, but, and by the way, it's not just that you've been married for two years now, but you went through a significant life event that is oftentimes the cause of great stress, if not breakups in relationships, you bought a house. Yeah, yeah. And it was my first time witnessing that process through you, 
And I must say, it does not look like an easy process. It did not. For anyone, let alone a married couple, like navigating the relationship in the midst of navigating that mess. Like, yeah. wow. Yeah. So tell us, tell us about that, Sarah, and your experience there. Um, yeah, that, yeah, you've seen me and my husband, Jeff, the way we've navigated buying a house in 2021, which was a stressful event, right? And also navigating the relationship. Mm-hmm. Of course, the relationship had a toll because you know we're so focused on buying the house and sometimes we agree on this house not agree on that house and it would create conflict because i just knew like okay our list is up i need to get us we need to get us in the house i don't want to rent anymore yeah because it didn't make sense financially to keep renting it felt like it was just tossing uh away money Mm -hmm. right instead of putting it in a house now, in that process, really, it's about keeping that respect for each other, Allison. Mm-hmm. Now, in my marriage, I'll use this example about after we moved in, because mm-hmm. it's the most recent thing that happened. Yeah. One of the things I found out in marriage is taught have is to stop having the way it should be. Mm. And what do you mean by the way it should be? So, and especially through a feminine agenda yeah. lens, like, give us that. So... For, I think for us women, sometimes we think men should do this and I should do that. There's certain things I shouldn't have to deal with. He should have to deal with it, right? But the and truth is, as a woman, there are some, some areas I have more strength in than my husband. And there are some other aspects that my husband have more strength in. Now, what are the areas that women generally believe men should be X, Y, Z? Like, tell us those okay. first. So, let me give you an example. Okay. So, when we moved in, we had to redo the kitchen. And we went to this big company in the Bay Area uh, to get... Who our, shall not be named. Who shall not be named. <laughs> and um, to do our countertops. Yeah. Now, he was... I'm very attention to details. Yeah. When I want something done or if someone's doing a work for me, I will scrutinize the work and really look at it, ask 10 different questions before they actually do the process. Very important when working with contractors. Very important for when our working listeners. with contractors. If you're working with contractors. Exactly. There you go. Now I'm thinking, okay, contractors, this is a men world. I'll let my husband handle it. Ah. I'll let my husband handle the countertop and he can give them feedback. And go from there. Uh-huh. How did that work? Sarah? Oh my god, it was a nightmare. <laughs> I've never seen a job done worse. Done worse. When I saw that. So for an explanation. So the countertops are supposed to protect your like, you know, the wood underneath the countertops from rotting and stuff, right? From things mm-hmm. getting behind the sink, from so these countertops were placed they looked good from the front but if you looked at uh, from a top view like a helicopter view looking down (laughs) they were like cut crooked they didn't even touch the wall at the back yeah and then it was this is a giant gap it was done on the door frame on top of that yeah it was hideous i'm like no there was just these ridiculous gaps there wasn't it it was like a, a child put these together exactly exactly they were cut to different lengths yeah you wouldn't think you paid a professional to no. do that type of work. Not at all. Right? 
So now I'm telling them. And, and these are counters, and I don't know if you know how counters go on, but they go on. They're yeah. like stuck on there. They're stuck. You have to break it. Break the counter. Take yeah. it off. Mm-hmm. Literally. Kind of a bad thing to cut wrong. <laughs> exactly. Right? So after the guy installed the countertop, he calls me and my husband over to look at the counters. And I'm like, oh no, this is not good. Like you should have cut it here. It's too long. It's blocking the door frame. This is just a bad job. And the guy is speaking in Chinese and he's like, man, it's good. It's good. And I'm like, does he not understand? Perhaps we need to call the company, like figure this out because it was thousands of dollars to have this be done right mm-hmm. and so the guy left my husband was like well we went with a big company so they'll cover it and send for fixing so don't worry let's just let the guy go we'll call and resolve it so when he called the company the company's like oh sorry sir they asked you if it was good you said yes unfortunately we're not gonna be able to fix it but you can you know pay some extra money and have someone come out and fix it Oh my god, I lost my shit. <laughs> I would do the same. Right? That's, that's ridiculous. And my husband, he is so non-confrontational. And I'm like, no, honey. You know, you're the man. You got to call and tell them this is unacceptable. And that you Lay went on. Yeah. And, you know, you should be doing this. And my husband's the whole time. He's like, Sarah, I can't bitch like you do. <gasps> he told me that. I said... You calling me a bitch right now? I mean, really? I just want our counters. It was your money. And I'm trying to save you. And you're saying, like, you're calling me a bitch? She's like, no, Sarah. I made it as a compliment. Like, when you want something, you know exactly how to talk to the people. Yes. To Sarah's get it done. an expert negotiator. <laughs> Literally. I've never seen this woman lose an argument. <laughs> so, I was talking... To, I heard my husband talk uh, with the manager of that store. And I'm like, oh my God, he's being too logical with them. He's being too nice. Being too nice, too logical. And he needs to let them know how he feels about having paid all these thousands of dollars for the counters and didn't do it. Yeah. And sure enough, the guy's like, sorry, sir, we're not going to be able to do it. So a week went by. I'm like, okay, we're going to have to get this fixed because that's going to make me resent cooking for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Every time I go in the kitchen. You see that counter. I'm going to be like, you did this. You didn't fix it. It was such a big gap. Your eyes could not avoid it. Exactly. Yeah. Now my husband, he loves me so much. He wants me to be happy. And he's trying to call different contractors to come over. And he's like, okay, Sarah, it's already done. We're going to have to move forward. Can you promise not to bring this up? And I made a promise with him. I'm like, okay, I won't, I won't bring it up anymore. And we're going to move forward, and I won't mention it. Boy, oh boy. I don't know what got into me. I went to sleep that night. <laughs> and I woke up in the middle of the night all upset about countertops. <laughs> and shit haunted your dreams. Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay, Sarah. You know, I do hypnosis. I'm like, okay, I need to find out what my unconscious mind is actually telling me. Mm-hmm. And I went into meditation with my anger, trying to let go of my anger, and my anger was not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I get it, unconscious mind. Okay, this is something that I'm good at, and the problem's going to get resolved. But I need to take initiative and take charge and forgive my husband 
that this is not one of his strengths. Yeah. He's amazing at many other things. This is just not one of them. So the next morning I woke up, I said, honey, I am going to call the company and we're going to get the counters fixed. Yeah, and you, you told me that you asked him if you could take back your promise, right? I said, can I take back my promise of not bringing the countertop? Because I'm not done with it. Because <laughs> I'm not done with it. So that's when I got my power, Allison. Yeah, yeah. I realized there's no way it should be because I was relying on my husband that if he should do it. Yeah, it's like you were setting yourself up to be very disappointed. Exactly. And you were setting him up yep. to be disappointing. Yeah. 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 And in my meditation, I also sought to forgive my husband. This is not one of his strengths. Yeah. So the next day, I called the company. And I felt confident after my meditation. This is something I need to do. It's going to be uncomfortable going through that process, but it will work out. Mm. And my husband, every time I'd be on the phone, he'd be listening. Mm -hmm. I'd be with these people. I'm like, well, call the contractor. This is what happened. Yeah. I was just emotionally charged up. He's like watching you with stars in his eyes. Like, <laughs> wow, go Sarah. Yeah. But didn't you leave a review first? Yeah, I did. Because they wouldn't take yeah. me seriously. So I left them a review. Um, an angry review. Yeah I, yeah, I I totally explained what happened in the review. And I was unhappy with the service. Yeah. So then when I called, they were talking to me and they're like, but you know, we told your husband we weren't going to fix it. I said, that was my husband you were talking with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not my husband. <laughs> right. They better recognize. <laughs> so this I'm like, ain't not Jeff. <laughs> yeah. You're speaking to Sarah Sada. You're speaking to Sarah Sada. And... I'm so upset that this kitchen my husband wanted to give to me, the counters got messed up. <laughs> I'm like, how would you feel if you paid for your wife to have a kitchen and this is the work that was delivered? <laughs> it makes her cry. Exactly. Yeah. And after talking to the lady, I talked to another guy. I, they probably gave me five calls because oh my God. they had to keep going back and forth. The company had to keep going back and, and forth. And you were persistent because this is what you're good at. This is what you're I'm good, good at. You're good at talking to people. You're good at negotiating. This exactly. is your strength. So after a while... I now hold on a second. <laughs> is there any planet, any realm that you could possibly see Jeff doing what you did in those conversations? Not like I did. No. Not like I did. Yeah. Because that's your strength. That is my strength. Yeah. Right? And I argued it. You did. And I sent pictures. I sent video showing where the contractors made the mistake. And at the end, right, I got a call two days later. Ma'am, you know what? We realized where the contractors made the mistake. We're going to come and fix it at no cost. Mm. Wow. At no cost. Yep. Now, for me to have done that, Allison, I had to stop blaming my husband and making him wrong for it. Yeah. I had to realize there's no way that it should be him. Mm -hmm. I'm here with the resources. I know how to make this happen. Yeah. And I know I can make it happen. Yeah. So a lot of time in marriage, it's an exchange. Yeah. And it's okay. Sometimes it's the men that cooks and the men likes to cook. Mm-hmm. Right? Sometimes it's the woman. It's an exchange. Yeah. Right? And if you can do it, that's one thing I've figured out after two years of being married, is if you can do it, don't put the person in a box and say they should do it even if it's not their strong suit. Yeah, absolutely. Now, mind you, I tell my husband, okay, this is an area you need to develop yourself in. 
And he's like, I totally agree, Sarah. I totally agree. <laughs> right? And every now and then he jokes with me. He's like, Sarah, you do know how to bitch, I must say. <laughs> I'm like, you call that bitching. I call it negotiation. Yes. <laughs> but that's really awesome. I really want to point that out because you and Jeff have such a great relationship as I have witnessed many years now. And you're not afraid to talk to each other about the things that that you want to see growth in. Like, you will say to him, like, hey, this this is something that you could improve. Yeah. And that he will actually take that, and he doesn't take it personally. He doesn't be like, oh, so you're so mean to me. No. He's just like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because he sees your strengths, and he honors you. And I really think that your ability to have those tough conversations with each other, and I think that people would agree that those are not common, is because you have the foundation of love. Yeah. Because when you say to Jeff, hey, you need to develop yourself in this area... I think the reason you're able to say that to him is because you are coming from a place of love. Yeah. If you were coming from an antagonistic bitch area... That's true. If you were like, you need to develop yourself in this shit and this sucks and la la la, this makes me mad and me, yeah. you hurt me because you can't talk to... No. How would that go? Very badly. No. Yeah. But you're like, you love him and it shines out through your eyes when you talk to him and that's what makes him receptive to what you say. Yeah, that's definitely true because where I'm really coming from is from love. Yeah. And when they came back and fixed it, the counters, and they called on a random day, and I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> I'm not home. Oh, God, oh, dear Lord. Oh, Lord. I'm not home to scrutinize the work, right? Yeah. So the night before, I take my husband. I'm like, honey, this is where you really need to keep your eyes on when they fix it, right? You need to make sure this is really sealed in. He's like, oh, Sarah, trust me. That mistake, I'm not making it again. They have another thing coming. It's like he he is like got pumped up about it. About he I'm going to tell them. Bigger, he grew taller. Yeah. He's like, I want my wife happy with this kitchen. Oh, <laughs> so sweet. And for sure, when he came, you know, they, they came and I wasn't there. They fixed it. And then after that, he sent me a picture and he called me. He's like, Sarah, you won't believe he tried to make the mistake. I was like a hawk watching over him. Wow. I'm like, you know, uh-uh, I'm not going to take Sarah whining about discounters. I better get it done right. <laughs> exactly. Right. You do not want Sarah whining about this. That's true. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, honey, thank you so much. I appreciate it. He, he works so hard. That's so great. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, his intentions are good. He wants me to have a kitchen I love. Totally. Right? Yeah. So just little things like that in marriage, that's what I mean. That marriage is the day-to-day. Yeah. Right? It's how you deal with each other in the day-to-day that defines the quality of the marriage. Now, I want to ask you, like, after that whole episode, how did you feel about Jeff? And how did Jeff feel about you? Oh my God. Jeff became so much more loving toward me afterward. He was like, oh my God, honey, I'm so happy. He's like, yeah, Sarah, you know, I think you're right. You should, certain things, you're better at it. And I'm okay with that. Certain things, I'm better at it. And I'm okay with that. I'm like, you know what, babe? You're totally right. From now on, things you're good at, I'm going to recognize it and put it in your hand. And then I'm good at, just put it in my hand. Yeah. Right? Such as following up with things, I'm good at it. Yeah. Not his forte. And I think that another thing to point out is that you did it in a way that wasn't like, oh, give me that shit. I'll take it away from you because you're incompetent. No. Yeah. You literally said, like, you have your strengths 
And we both know that this is one of mine. You yeah. are literally a yeah. practitioner of neurolinguistic. You're highly trained in negotiation. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. It just totally. Makes sense. And as you recall, Alice, at that time, I'd be frustrated. Yes, I do recall. Because this occurred over multiple days, if not a week. A couple weeks. This, a couple weeks that this... Oh, God, you're right. It was a couple weeks. Yeah. This whole thing occurred over many days. And I saw Sarah um, kind of like, you know, going down that spiral of like, oh, it's not turning out. Like, I don't want my kitchen to look like this. You know, mm-hmm. the emotional turmoil of that. And then the discovery process, watching you realize this, you know, you called me after you had that dream and you were telling me about it. And it was when you were telling me about that dream that the company called you to schedule it. And it was just so amazing to watch you grow inside your marriage and to recognize this because this is not the first time this has come up. No, this is not. But this is the first time that I've seen you so resolved and so like at peace with it. Yeah. And that's just so beautiful to watch you guys grow like this. Totally, totally. And it was so um, amazing to see that I had a dream and I was trying to not be angry. I have all the tools mm-hmm. to let go of my anger. Mm-hmm. And no matter what I did at the unconscious level, my unconscious was like, no, no be I angry. need you to fix the counters. And just letting it go is not going to cut it. And that's the power of the mind when we listen to that gut intuition. You did not compromise on your value. I did not. Because here's the thing. If you had sold out and been like, oh, I'll take this shitty counter, you would have resented Jeff. I would have. Period. I probably would. You had, and that would not be good. Yeah. Although he said he was going to fix it, but my gut was like, no, I need you to take that anger and argue it with the company. But the other thing I want to say that having resolve that with my husband from that place of love and respect Mm. what really helped me with that Allison is that I have a key girlfriend like you Mm. like when I was stressing and I didn't know what to say to him Mm -hmm. I would be like Allison I don't know how to do Mm. this I didn't take it up right at the moment with him Mm -hmm. because I knew okay if I said something it was gonna come off wrong although my intentions were not for it to come out that way. Mm-hmm. So if you remember, I used to be like, well, listen, I don't know. I, like, how do I communicate this? Mm-hmm. Like, I needed to form it in my head first. Yeah, and it was also another level of complexity because it was your first time doing home improvement. Yeah. <laughs> with such a degree of contractors, right? Yeah. And that was a big deal because, you know, I've had lots of experience with contractors and mm-hmm. I, I told you, I was like, it's so important to watch everything they do. And you must actually yeah. be honest with, like, you know, there's different ways to deal with it in a respectful manner, obviously. Yeah. But like, yeah, and and you had so much going on at that time. Oh, yeah. And to be able to just gather your thoughts, I'm sure that was helpful. Exactly. Exactly. So my tip to people, make sure you marry someone whom you love. Because when you love someone, great things gonna come out of it. It doesn't matter what they have or don't have. Make sure you share the same values, of course. But if the love is there, you're always gonna thrive. Yeah. Because in my relationship, because it was based on love, that connection, even when we're going through the tough time, we're able to make it through it in a very loving and respectful ways. And we have our key people that we do go to to talk about situation and then we reconvene. It's okay to take time. Yeah. Not everything needs to um, happen or be talked about right oh, away. 
can I can I ask you something as mm-hmm. a mar- married woman? Yes. Um, what do you think of the sentiment, never go to bed angry? That's true. Never go to bed angry. I have that agreement in my marriage to never go to bed angry. Now, I can count how many times I went to bed angry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Probably in the two years, I went to bed angry three times because me and my husband... We really do a good job of not trying to go to bed angry. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not scared if my husband is mad at me or upset about something. I just say something funny and just like it just breaks the ice. Yeah. You now, know? Now, I bring that up because I feel like sometimes people don't have the handle on their emotions mm-hmm. that is necessary to not go to bed angry. Yeah. Because the important part of no, about not going to bed angry is being able to get in touch with your own emotions yeah and express them exactly. and if that's a limiting factor then you might just have to go to bed angry once in a while you might have yeah because sometimes it was too charged up exactly and it's like okay let's not talk right now we'll talk tomorrow yeah you know at least you know you'll be talking tomorrow and give yourself time right that way you know and i i wish i didn't have to do it those three times when of course. i'm like do not go to bed angry But in marriage, it happens. But as long as you're committed to talking about it at a later date. Yes. And making sure you say your piece and you've come to a mutual agreement. Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes you're not going to get what you want, but you can have an agreement that works for both. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's just marriage. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just, I'm still learning in marriage. And I know as long as I keep my heart open... And my values are aligned with my husband's values, you know, and we do share similar values. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing that we cannot not get through. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's amazing to watch. Yeah. Now, is there anything else you want to leave our listeners with? Any words of wisdom as a married woman? As a married woman, I would say, given the times right now in the world where women are at, learn to communicate. Amen. It's learn to, to communicate. communicate. That's so... Yeah. That's like... Yeah. The best gift you could give someone. Yeah. You know, they say the yeah. secret to relationship is communication. And that is really true. But not many people know how to communicate. Right. And that's what we're so committed to providing in the feminine agenda is these podcasts. Hopefully they help you. We're developing our course, which is releasing on Black Friday, the feminine agenda yeah. course. And it's going to cover these things in depth, in great depth. And we really hope that this provides immense value for you. And we're just so grateful to have such wonderful listeners along for the ride. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for listening, everyone. That's Magnetic right. feminine wild babes. <laughs> Babe wild well, feminine magnetic, magnetic babes. Babes. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> it's the to... feminine agenda. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Ooh, that's awesome. Have you over the wing? <laughs> the wing. Have you the wing? Here comes my whistle now. Has it the portcullis? Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode, Wild Magnetic Feminine Babes. This is just a reminder to follow us on all social media platforms at The Feminine Agenda. 
Go follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And please remember, mark your calendars, Black Friday is when we are releasing the Feminine Agenda course. So get excited and we look forward to seeing you wild, feminine, magnetic babes on the next podcast next week. Toodaloo!